Hey everybody, this is Dave Palumbo, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello everybody, my name is Ian Taylor and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me as always is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. Everybody knows your name. Knowing Rad. I love it. I love it. Cheers theme song. Great stuff. In the house. Well, you know, like, that's felt, great. It felt like a Cheers theme song kind of day. I like it. Um, I like it. Simply because it's a day for reconnecting with people that you care about and a, 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 day, a, a time for reconnecting with people that you love. Um, 100%. And, and so uh, it, it felt apt as we welcome a returning guest. We're starting to get returning guests, Norrin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, now we're getting returning guests. I love that. <laughs> we're starting to get returning guests. Um, this episode will be called Dave Palumbo Returns. Um, so if that isn't any indication as to who we've got returning this episode, then I don't know what is. Dave Palumbo, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> Great Even now, man. Better to Glad see to, your smiling face. Glad to that's, be back. <laughs> yeah, that's quite some plague beard you've got going on, by the way. Yeah, uh, it's the, the front I keep uh, under control. So the back <laughs> is, is what has just been growing uh, without any kind of uh, maintenance whatsoever so uh yeah longest it's ever been wow wow okay (laughs) well i tell you what barbers are going to be busy when they reopen aren't they so um i I do mine myself once a week (laughs) does your wife cut your hair me me well, both of you actually, but I was looking at knowing when I said that. Well, you, Dave and no. I cut each other's hair. I drive yeah. the eight hours, and <laughs> he just hangs out. You know, we talk. It's nice, long talks. It's sweet, you know. What I mean? um, no, I messed up my head bad. Like I got the idea that I could do it and be really cool. I was watching a YouTube video, and I watched it once with Emily, my wife, and we're sitting there and we watch. And I'm like, I can do that. She's like, Don't do that, honey. I was like, I got this. It's fine. And then like three hours later, she went to go do something else. I was in the bathroom. And she had the shaver going. She's like, Put the video on. Watch the video while you do it. I'm like, No, I remember. And I swear to God, this giant piece of my back skull is like missing it's finally growing in and it's like really rough but i totally butchered it but you know this this is what you have during the pandemic so but that was a fun day <laughs> now i'm just oh keeping it maintained oh my goodness, well uh yeah thanks for that you're welcome <laughs> i suppose i did ask i did ask um uh, so, so uh, uh, what, what have we what have we been up to since the last time we spoke? Well, uh, uh, Marvel Masterpieces 2020 came and has pretty much gone. In, you know, as in it's sold out on EPAC in the fastest time for any of the free MM sets. Four days, I believe. Um, how how do you how, how does it make you feel when you see how, how what a response it got both from EPAC and just general release? 
It must be quite uh, bizarre watching it ripple. You know, it was uh, the the. I guess there was like a little bit of a false start um, where it was announced and then delayed, and then yeah. finally did come out uh, the following week. And um, yeah, and then it was it was really fun. I could see like. Back when I was still working on the set and I was listening to the show, uh, I remember you guys did the All About EPAC episode, and that was like the, my introduction to any of that. And so, because I was coming from the point of view of like, wait, you you buy the cards, but you don't actually get cards? Like, I just didn't understand it at that point, mm-hmm. you know? And I got the whole, like, uh, okay, so you can trade, and that's pretty cool. Like, you can see what other people have. You can see when big hits pop up. I didn't fully appreciate what that would feel like in real time. And just to see, like, all of a sudden, the day that the EPAC sales went live, that, that was just like my whole Facebook was just uh, people <laughs> pulling red spectrums and, you know, just like all the, the big hits that, you know, I didn't see any of my sketch cards, but I saw some really amazing um, sketch cards from from other artists popping up mm. that day, and uh, yeah, so it was just like just seeing all that stuff, uh, like in in such an intense burst. Because I'm sure, like, there were lots of people sharing, doing live breaks, and that kind of thing, but it yeah. seemed much more spaced and spread out. And mm. to just get that that really kind of like concentrated dose was, was like oh this is and i can see also where it gives a little bit of a distorted picture of like everybody's pulling amazing stuff and then other people <laughs> have to come on and be like i didn't get shit. so you know yeah. i well i listen I'm, I'm kind of torn at this point because i could blow smoke up your ass and say every single card is a hit um <laughs> but but you know but it is interesting a lot of people do you know i did i did i think i did five or six bursts of two packs a piece because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty tapped out. So I, di- I didn't buy an awful lot. Um, but a lot of people go into it thinking, oh, I'm just going to do that. And, and they're disappointed if it doesn't like, mm-hmm. if the value of what they get isn't what they spent, you know, just from a box or a pack point of view. Um, but so there's a lot of people who obviously didn't get anything, you know, like Which, a red flashy thing. And I mean, I don't have anything to do with that, but I do feel bad when, you know, people are spending a lot of money and not, like happy with their hits when it's when it's a matter of rarity which i do i separate that from you know the just the product itself um like somebody uh there was i think it was like during the countdown to sell out and there was um (laughs) one of the members was just like every 10 minutes buying two packs and posting that they were getting some kind of like uh got a signature i got a sketch card I, you know was, do you did you see this do you know what i'm talking about yeah oh yeah and uh oh, yeah. <laughs> and and i thought this was really interesting like i was i was looking at that and i was looking at some other posts where uh people were debating like whether they preferred to buy single packs or whether they preferred to buy a box and i think it's it, it, it felt like it was easy to miss the box is the guarantee and the single pack is the, you know, kind of like all or nothing that, uh, yeah, when for every person that's like hitting on those single packs or someone else who's not and the people buying boxes are kind of like hedging the bet. So, <laughs> yeah, if I'm reading it correctly try. anyway. Yeah, no, you are. I mean, I always try. 
I think Ian and I both posted like letters on there talking about red flashers and all that stuff. Um, but I always, I always show packs I open because I don't do it often either. Um, just because you know it's, it's it, it, you know, it's definitely a big gamble, and I try to keep myself away from getting too hooked on it. But I think I did a box and I did a couple packs. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. but I think, like you said before, it really changes when you start realizing that there's nothing going to be hidden from you right away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anything you're excited to see, the really cool sketch cards, the different artists, um, your, your sketch cards, the redemption, the redemption art card for Wolverine was pulled, which so was yeah. absolutely crazy fun to see that go down. Um, that's, that's the thing I've really enjoyed about it. But yeah, I feel the same way. I, I think, I think there's a good mixture of people in the group that try to like be like open the pack didn't get shit but got this mm-hmm. and trying to like soften the blow because it is you know what I mean it's definitely high risk high reward type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I didn't Oh, sorry. No, no, carry on. Carry on. I I didn't realize the like I know the red spectrums are a big deal. I didn't realize how much some of those resell for and I know a lot of prices are kind of maybe like you know we're, we're, we're aiming high and we'll see <laughs> what kind of offers come in but still it's uh i yeah when you say high risk high reward like definitely there's yeah some, and the red spectrums big ones out there and they do and they do sell high i mean red spectrums are are pretty solid for that um they do aim high but you know the bigger characters the big reds you know i've mm-hmm. seen them go 1k 2k 3k type of stuff for one of those you know yeah. like the wolverines the wolverine's going to be crazy when it's i have a feeling like that's the big one for for 2020 anyway yeah, yeah. So, someone in our group pulled it um really nice and i know he's going to post it for sale i believe from what i was told by him but um yeah so i mean you know people people are just running to find those big hits but mm-hmm. i mean I think what I really like, and we've talked about this on the show too, is that you get to see every card. Mm-hmm. You get to see a picture of everything. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, you did it so well by, you know, which I'm sure is the segue we're going into next is where, you know, you posted the paintings. You know what I mean? You got to see them uninhibited by uh, the foiling, which is really lovely for the card, but it's always really cool to see the big piece as well, mm-hmm. you know? Um so it was really cool to see that and then get to see and have like a little archive library on e yeah, yeah. yeah. you know? Which yeah. Know. When especially, and I, I feel like with the sketch cards, especially for EPEC, because yeah. yeah, there's a ton of people in the group that share that stuff, but it still seems like it's a, a very small portion of the overall uh, product that's out there. And most of it, is is kind of scattered so at least yeah on epec you can kind of like see it all in one place and yeah and and i honestly yeah yeah, like i i don't really know the interface or anything but just seeing what people are sharing on facebook is uh it's it's a definite difference from physical product as far as just like how concentrated it is and i guess it's easy because people don't have to take photo they've already got the screenshot so Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, it's interesting. One of the one of the things I've I did with um, I didn't do it so much with 2018. Someone else in the group did, but with 2020, I've been really trying to make sure that we capture a picture of every one of the red spectrums that's pulled, so that we can mm-hmm. have it as kind of an archive. And it's been really good. I've been going on, I'm going on to repack site a couple of times a day and just scrolling through because some people lock them away. 
as soon as they mm-hmm. pull them, they don't want them to be visible. They don't want them to be open for trades because you know they they they, so they want to keep it. When that happens, do you still know it's been pulled? No. Okay, so it's like if you didn't happen to see it pop up and go away again. That's right. It. That's right. Yeah, there's a so. lot of cards that vanish from sight. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that I mean the group we always have people thanking the group and thanking everybody, all the group members who are in there because so much of this stuff is just I mean, we told you this a long time ago. I think if you remember, we were like, Man, some of this stuff gets pulled and it is gone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You just mm-hmm. you just don't get to appreciate it or know where it's at. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so Ian's trying desperately to keep a log. We did it for 18, but we didn't do pictures. Right, Ian? I don't think we did. That's right. That's right. And we also, so we'll probably also be keeping a log of the prelims because we mm-hmm. did do that with 18. Because um, yeah. I lost my mind on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm really like, I know there's a few people who have been waiting very patiently for for their pieces to show up in the mail and I'm excited to see which ones they get. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, that's that's going to be next because yeah. some people it's have had shipping next. confirmations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be delivering like this week or next week for some people, I think, right? Yeah. We saw a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. So, um, I'm, I'm really excited Yeah, for, for that. I mean, I've, uh, I mean, I've got all these, um, I've got all the red spectrum uh, pictures I've, at the moment I've just not had time to sort them so I've just been saving them all to a folder on my Google Drive so at some point I will go down and go through the checklist and say yes we've got a picture of that yes we've got a picture of that no we haven't got that one does it mean it's not being pulled no just means we don't have a picture of it and no. and then once I get that and put it on the group as an album people can refer to then hopefully other people will say well I actually did get this and here's a picture of yeah. it so, um, hopefully we'll have that because um I mean, unless you've had one of those in there, I've got one from 2018, and they, they are beautiful the way they do the red foiling on them. But um, uh, they really Gorgeous are pieces. Uh, wonderful pieces. Um, so I'm looking forward to obviously doing that again for the for the redemptions. I haven't seen the black cat uh, red spectrum uh, be pulled yet. Not to say it hasn't been, but I just haven't seen it. Um, mm. So yeah, and people are sitting on cases too, which is another thing that happens, Dave. Like sometimes mm-hmm. people like buy physical product and just I don't think there's any more physical product that, that's to buy on Dave and Adams, or is there? There's yeah. still some yeah, boxes. Yeah, they keep, they wow. keep drip feeding stuff out. So um so who knows how much they've got. But um but yeah, yeah some people buy physical boxes and cases to collect and leave sealed forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand why there was such a shortage at the beginning where people were like not getting their pre orders and now there's like still stock laying around. You know, there's a couple of rumors going around. We don't want to accuse anybody, but there was. It's fair. It's, <laughs> you know, know. it's just one of those things. Well, it's because a little bit I bad think, about it. I, I think MM Jusco set mm-hmm. kind of came out and no one realized how it was going to change the landscape of Marvel cards so intensely. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think 18 happened and everybody was like, oh, this is not going to be as big as 16. And then it was. Mm-hmm. And then when 20 came out, Everyone was like, all right, no one's going to get stuck behind losing out on money. So a lot of people were like, we're holding back prod product yeah. and selling it later to see the value increase. So the crazy thing and the reason EPAC sold out so quickly, so you know, not only for the art, but because the physical box was like three times the price of an EPAC box. Mm. 
at one point. So right. then it was just like everyone was, and you know, we were all really grateful for the price on EPAC, you know, because we yeah. were worried. Yeah, no, that was, was a good be, call for Upper Deck. That was a really yeah. great call. We were all super grateful because I yeah, think everybody was like, right. They pitched that right. <laughs> everybody, yeah. everybody was in chat was like, I think I'm going to get a case, but if it's priced at this per box, I have to do boxes. And everyone was like waiting for that price. And then when it happened, everybody was like, all right, let's go in. And I think that's why it even like spiraled and went fat because it was only what, three, four days? It was four days. It was four, four days, days, and I, there is a number of hours I could I could work it out, but um, <laughs> but it, it, I think it sold out. At, um, hang on, now let me work it out because it sold out at about ten thirty EST, which is Pacific time seven thirty EST. So yeah, four days, two and a half hours. So I, you, I think um, Ian messaged me that morning and told me that it was going to sell out, like that morning. <laughs> my time so it sold out you know at 10 what ten thirty that night my time uh, i believe and, so yeah uh, yeah but i remember yeah you messaged me and i saw the thread on the facebook group where there was still like i don't remember People how counting many, them like, down it was like 77 67 and then it went down to 38 or something and then it but, was like but, no cases left just boxes and it was so bizarre in in the morning when you said it i was looking i was like I, that seems like they've still got a lot left i don't know but <laughs> You know, you guys know what you're doing. You called it. Well, so. it, it kind of touches on the fact that it that it's it's bizarre. Is that the, the fact that that you can't take into account is the, the fact that 2020 and rolling into 21, there's been such a boom in in just generally cards. People are going mm-hmm. nuts for for anything. You know, even the the sports stuff. People are queuing up, waiting for it to come at stock at Walmart's and Targets. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's um, and then they're there before the guys put it on the shelf, just grabbing stuff out of the basket. You know, people are going nuts for this stuff. So, um, so I think I think people are hungry for it because you know what else <laughs> they got to do. Um, but um, but we saw it. The previous week was it the previous week or the two weekends before we flew out to Spider Man, which had been oh, yeah. on impact for three years. Um, and as soon as it got to the point where it had dropped, because you can see how much is left by adding <laughs> it to your basket. So, and the most you can add to your basket is 99 cases. If it doesn't allow you to add 99 cases, you can it'll tell you how many you can have. So, that's a way people know when it's below 99. As soon as that happens, it's like sharks and blood in the water. Oh, yeah. Flare Ultra Spider-Man lasted, when it got to that point, 99 cases. I think it lasted about 36 hours. Yep. And I was I was one of those sharks. I was going nuts. I wish, man. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was out of power. I was during that ice storm. I don't know how much of that you got, Dave. I was out, out for like four or five days. Uh, So far, it's been a totally normal winter up here. We didn't lose power or anything. So, (sighs) yeah. So, yes, very, very much so. But uh, no, I was going to ask, uh, I get, I'm sorry, like, I'm on here just asking you guys all the the, questions. I love hanging out with you, bro. Uh, No worries. I saw a couple people were like sitting on their e-packs and I wonder if that's a short-term thing where they're like, they want to wait a, a few days and they're going to open. But are there people who like, cause you said like some people will hold a case and just not open it maybe ever. And, Physically. Uh, yeah. 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 But with the e-packs, like I assume by now they've probably all been opened up. So the, okay. So two things are happening. Mm-hmm. 
So some people like to prolong their pleasure. As gross as that sounds. (laughs) Very sting-like. Very tantra. And we'll like buy a case and open a pack like once a day. So they'll do that for the next however many days that is. Just to get the thrill of like. Because the crazy thing that happens too is that like let's say you buy a box. Right. Mm -hmm. And you see everything that's been pulled. And you're like, well, there's still more Palumbo sketches to be pulled. Mm -hmm. Any of my Palumbo sketches in this box. And then they just like wait until, you know what I mean? And get to that level. I mentioned, I think it was, it might have been on a comment from one of your posts, or maybe it was one of Pat King's posts that I mentioned the Monty Hall problem, which is a statistical, uh, you know, formula or idea, or I don't know exactly what you'd call it, that that I only kind of understand because it Mm -hmm. feels to me illogical. But people who are really good at math insist that it's right. So I'm going to trust them on it. But (laughs) but yeah, just that your odds. I mean, obviously, if if you're trying to get like that, I I don't know that the Spider-Man redemption has turned up yet. The original painting uh, for the Spider-Man canvas gallery. And so that's still out there somewhere. And your odds of getting it are now much higher assuming that it hasn't been pulled by someone who just didn't share it with the world, which could have happened. But the the odds are now much higher that you would get it because of the cases remaining, it's probably still in one of them. So the probability Uh, increases, so your odds would be lower or... Your, your odds would be improved. There's yeah, because yeah. basically... Are open. Yeah. So what I've seen a lot of people do that buy cases and collect cases is that they'll buy two cases mm-hmm. and, well, they'll buy three, open one up front so they can see the product get, get off on it and then hold two cases and then when that probability increases, right, mm-hmm. they'll either open the second case or sell the case at a very high price because they understand everybody else is looking for that Spider-Man redemption. Mm-hmm. So because yeah. the Wolverine one was on EPAC, everyone's assuming the Spider-Man canvas isn't physical. Which so that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Which would make sense if they divided them. Right. Which would especially make because they, they, I didn't know they were going to each get their own card, which is cool. As opposed yeah. to you got one of these two paintings. Yes. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have their own redemption card with a picture on it. It's really, really awesome. Those are I'm really curious like how it's gonna show up too. They're eighteen by twenty fours. So like oh, reasonably cool. sizable pieces for upper deck to be shipping out. And, they uh, ship well. They ship yeah, well. Yeah, I would expect so. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the the, uh, the Wolverine one has now disappeared from EPAC, but I did grab a. Uh, that's the other thing I do. I like to grab images, so um, just to have that digital archive, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've 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 made sure I've saved a picture of of, of that card because there's only one of those, of course. Um, mm-hmm. The original comic cover sketch redemptions, the prelim art, and then obviously the uncut sheet redemptions. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, painting. yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I quite it's like, sold, yeah. it quite like having is just the redemption card because I, <laughs> even if it's been Beautiful. redeemed. So I remember from 2018, you it's know, still I did. A I was, one, I, you know, yeah, card. exactly. Oh yeah, 100. Yeah. percent Well, so oh, yeah. the Wolverine one certainly is, but so in terms of the the preliminary art, obviously mm-hmm. there'll be. I mean, there's 17 visible on EPAX at the moment. We know there's a lot more of those in existence. Um, and then the uncut sheet redemptions as well. So just, you know, regardless of what it's redeemed for, I just quite mm. like having the cards. It's quite nice. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you is, and I don't know how much you're allowed to say on this, because I saw on group someone asked, and you said you'd need to check if you could show them or talk about them. Um, is the original comic cover sketch? 
I think I can talk about them as much as I want. I just, yeah, I I emailed to see if that's something that they would mind me showing yet, and I just haven't gotten a reply. And I know that that kind of a question is not of the highest urgency right now either, because, like, they're working, I'm sure, on all the future products that are going to be coming out. And so, Mm. you know, um, communication has always been really good, but uh, I haven't gotten an answer back yet on that. But um, So what what can we expect with those? Because I've always been curious. I I would describe them as basically similar to the my my sketch cards, um, except bigger, you know, and on a comic book instead of on a card. Uh, The thing that's a little different about them is uh, because each of the sketch covers has the, um, the the title at the top, like the masthead. Or actually, I should say, like, whatever designed elements, because some of them, I think, had design at the bottom also. Uh, okay. So it's like, it's not just a white, uh, whatever rectangular shape mm-hmm. a comic cover is. It's it's like the, the, the white shape with that uh, text and stuff going on. And so the way I uh, decided to do it was to uh, paint each piece, like, little insets. Um on the cover so it's it's the same technique that i used on the sketch cards where i masked off an area and primed it with an acrylic gesso and then painted it and then when i removed the tape it's got like a a clean edge and it looks almost it's kind of raised because of the thickness of the paint it almost some people thought with the sketch cards they're like did you like glue something to the card but it's just that it's once you pull the the tape off the edge you you get that like uh, ever so slightly like raised um, surface. So, but because the the different comics that they sent me, like they just sent me like a stack of uh, various sketch covers right. of different titles. And so, you know, it's like if there was one that was an Avengers cover, and then there's another one that was a Spider-Man cover, for example, uh, the the titles are different shapes and different sizes, and sure. and in some cases also just because of whatever the image was that I was uh, thinking that I wanted to paint might have made better sense as a tall vertical as opposed to a more square shape, you know? So um, they don't like fill the cover, but they're, they're definitely like substantially bigger than a, the image on a sketch card. And um, right. other than that, they're pretty similar. Like they're basically like character portraits, uh, minimal background. Backgrounds are really more of just kind of like tonal and, and color and, and texture, but not really like environments. And um, yeah. Uh, any crazy fun characters on the sketch card, sketch, uh, sketch I covers? I think there's any reason not to say, I, although I'm not sure that I'm going to remember them all off the top of my head. <laughs> I remember there was an Avengers, there was a Wolverine, there was a Spider-Man. Like those are probably the, the three that are gonna be the there was a black cat Ian, oh. which is actually probably my favorite of the of the group um Chef <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and there was a civil war and an x-men uh both oh, of which cool. were pretty cool and i um and there were some strange ones too uh i think there was a iron fist um and there was a, a guardians 3000 you know that were some like a little oh, that's cool more off the beaten path which is in keeping i think with the 2020 set in general but oh, uh yeah 
Was the... I first in the set? It wasn't, was it? Uh, no. No. So no. that might have been. Is there? Was there an Iron Fist movie or something coming out? D- uh, Defenders. Uh, he was in the Netflix that, Defenders series. Been, yeah. I don't know. There were certain things that seemed to be like they didn't want to overlap with upcoming oh, okay. uh, mm, right. uh, movies and, and show releases. So I'm not, or it could just be that I didn't mention Iron Fist and neither did they. That could have happened <laughs> also. <laughs> but uh, but no, uh, when when I got the um, the comics with the sketch covers, uh, also one of the things that I. I looked at which specific issues they were and tried to match so like for the the x-men one uh the the costume and character choice that i used for that cover was keyed off of the issue because it was like i wouldn't have i wouldn't have chosen this particular look for the character but it feels weird to me to have the cover be a different costume than what's going on inside or be characters that aren't represented in the issue so uh yeah that's interesting do you how did you find it working on those um those those blank covers that that marvel obviously create on on mass how how were they to work on for you they seemed pretty good from what i remember it wasn't really that different from the surface of the sketch cards the sketch cards were really nice to work on um it seems like they use a pretty heavy bristol uh paper stock for those and i was like i always worry a little bit about warping which is another reason why i didn't want to go full cover like edge to edge because i feel like that could potentially have really kind of not worked um but uh but yeah being a smaller area in the larger uh page and then just the way that i had everything taped up when i was painting it seemed to keep it nice and flat and uh and then they went back into their bags and boards and yeah, um, yeah. i don't they, i don't believe there was any issues with it they are pretty sturdy i mean marvel have been doing them for quite a while now and i've got at least one that's that's almost fully um fully panel which is an oil i believe oh nice uh, now that that border was printed there um so actually they've had they've had actually had just that middle space to work in so they haven't done the whole thing uh, this is uh portraits and high okay um and uh, jason portraits and jack high they, they worked together about 10 years ago i want to say on spider-man archives and it's around that time so i've had this about 10 years now awesome. so marvel have been doing these for quite a while but but I, i've never experienced any of these i've never had them full bleed and for the reasons obviously you've got the masthead and this one's got the mm-hmm. stuff down the side but um i've never experienced any that have had any kind of um issues like that um i was a little worried going in just because i couldn't find much information about wet media uh Mm. i found a couple people on i think on youtube i saw a little bit of people using acrylic and i was uh actually considering working in gouache my brother is also uh, an illustrator and professional artist and he's a lot more experimental with his materials than i am and i remember having a conversation with him uh about because i was like can i borrow some of your gouaches i want to like fool around with this because it seems like it might be the right medium to use for this and in the end after talking to him it just kind of felt like i should just stick with using what i'm comfortable with because yeah. it probably won't be that different and 
you know, then I won't have to be fighting if there's any learning curve to, you know, using a different kind of something. I don't know. I've always wanted to use gouache. I've just never done it. So maybe this isn't the time to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it, is it uh, just because I know that people may ask. And so I'm just going to asking for a friend. Is it something you consider doing commissions on in the future? Comic covers? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know on that. I, I wouldn't say hard no, but it's not something that I'm probably going to be like pursuing. Fair and there have been a couple of like there have been things like that where uh, people come to me. I don't have clearly defined rules on my website about commissions, uh, but I have general guidelines as to how I how I do commissions. And um, I have bent my own rules recently a few times just because. Uh, you know, I happen to have some time in my schedule right at that moment to do something smaller than I might normally do, or it was somebody that, you know, like I'd be a little bit more accommodating if it's somebody that I'm, you know, friends with online and I want to kind of, you know, like, yeah, okay, that I know you're not going to make the, the thing. I, I think a lot of the, the boundaries of that stuff are really just because every once in a while, without meaning to be, somebody can be really like difficult. And, um, you know, when you're doing a, a full piece commission, uh, it might be worth that extra trouble because regular uh, clients can be difficult also. But when you're doing like a little piece that's that's paying much less than I'd be getting for, you know, my normal illustration work, then it's like, OK, we're, we're like 16 emails into this and you still haven't committed to an idea. And I'm, I'm regretting this whole thing, you know, so that's where um, so far uh, with with like the smaller pieces that I've been doing on like sketch uh, cards for people that has everybody's been great. Um, but <laughs> I've had those experiences in the past. And, and so, you know, it's always this this kind of like uh trying to walk the line between i want this to be a good experience for everybody i've and been on the other side of the table yeah. uh, you know i yeah. uh i don't i feel like maybe we talked about this last time i was on and maybe not but uh i have had an artist upset me to the point that i just didn't like their work anymore because they were so like unpleasant to communicate with after I'd paid them the money and I was just like waiting for them to do a piece for me. I know what that feels like. And I don't want to make anyone else feel yeah. like that. You know, no, that makes sense. Um, no, so everyone's, it's, it's everyone's sung your presence, man. Everyone's super happy with like the sketch things you're doing. Everyone's suit. Everyone's like plump was the best. He's super sweet. We see posts like that all the time. Mm-hmm. We appreciate I, you, brother. Yeah. I, and I, I appreciate it. I know, uh, you know, just putting up my own, Kind of boundaries is is for everybody's benefit um and i get myself in trouble sometimes if i feel like well you know maybe i'll bend the rules here and you know take a chance and uh so far so good you know but uh 
but yes. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not sure, Ian, if if that's oh, something. Okay. That I would no, no. I'm, I'm just curious. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of those bizarre things. It's just you get the weirdest questions after we do some of these episodes because mm-hmm. either there's something we forgot, or I'll give you an example. When we had um, when we had uh, Travis from Upper Deck on the other month, just simply because everyone forgot to mention one of the major releases. <laughs> and oh, so yeah, people yeah. are saying, oh, "Is that no longer happening now?" It's just like, "Well, no, we didn't." No, we and I mean, talk about it. You know? It's it's a fair question, and like, so so just doing sketch card commissions at all is kind of bending my own rules because normally something like that would just be, and it's I, I feel like it sounds really kind of crappy to be like it's too small, but when I say that, it's just because it becomes a lot to uh, keep track of. And reminded what, and sometimes people have like something's really important to them, and other people are like, just you know, this is the character I like, do whatever you want. Um, and then making sure that it doesn't sit there for you know six months or a year and not get done. It's like those things do kind of start to, to add up. And uh, if I'm not busy with anything else, it's easy to keep track of. Uh, I'm strangely suddenly very busy right now. Uh, and I say that because the types of projects, uh, it was, it was like all within the space of a couple weeks. And, and in some, in, in, in one case, three in one day, clients contacted me for long-term large scale projects. Like the rest of my year is kind of going to be wow. occupied, wow. uh, doing and it's it's nothing card related sorry to say guys <laughs> but uh, um, <laughs> but it's it's like multiple clients where i'm going to be doing uh eight or more full-size painting for them all do in in the coming you know b- between now and the end of the year and uh so it's like those are things where i feel like okay if i keep on top of this i can keep it all uh, straight and and I can dedicate the proper attention to all these projects and everything. But then when I start taking like individual commissions from people, yeah. that's where I need to be careful that I don't either overload myself or just you know say yes to somebody and then oh shit this thing has a deadline. I need to get this done by, you know, April 6th or whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll put this other thing off. And then before you know it, it's like way, way later. And that person's feeling rightfully a little bit frustrated that they sent their yeah. money and yeah. they're still waiting for their thing, like yeah. way down the line. So yeah, yeah. completely. We've had good conversations with artists and I think we've talked about this on shows too. It's mm-hmm. like where we talked about the AP process. I forgot when that was Ian, but I think I feel maybe vaguely it was a while ago now, but we did talk about that because it is something that a lot of card collectors do come up with mm-hmm. um, and, and are excited to try. So it's pretty funny. You know what I mean? How the, the, sure, the yeah. details and yeah, but I think most for the most part, a lot of the card people in the group are have always been really understanding of that. I always think the best method is to be like, "Hey, I want this character. Do what you got to do." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've done a lot of commissions in the past. I slow down immensely because I would I would just get so nervous. I would get so nervous, oh, and then I, I would build up like an image yeah. in my head of what I would want. And then if it wasn't even like, if it was great and not even that close, I get all depressed. <laughs> all this yeah. weird, stupid well, stuff. Man, that's that's the other thing that I have 
been uncomfortable with com uh, private commissions for collectors for most of my career because it feels like it, it's a different kind of pressure than um, doing a cover or doing a, a product illustration where, you know, the art director and I communicate we understand what the brand is. We're, we're trying to make a cool thing that people are going to like. But that's different from one person who you really want to love it. And you want them to, you know, this is a piece that they're probably going to hang up in their home and look at every day. They, we want them to love the piece. You want them to love the experience. You don't want them to look at that painting every day and think like, they're resentful of something or they're, you know, regret something about the way the whole thing happened. They're embarrassed about something like there's again, I've been on the other side of the table and I know, you know, that sucks. It's really yeah. like and then you feel like I'm stuck with this thing. You know, what can mm. I what can I do about it? And so, yeah, just um, <laughs> it almost feels like it's more work because it's like trying to be um anticipating and avoiding any oh, of that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff happen, you know? yeah it's the weight of expectation i guess mm -hmm. that, that, yeah. that hangs on that um something you touched on um just um uh, a few minutes ago when we talked about iron fist um and i i found this quite interesting is and and we uh, i'm sure you heard we spoke to uh, bill sinkevich and he used a, a mm, wonderful yeah. phrase when he he's a lovely man um so nice. uh, when he described um the roads not taken uh, mm -hmm. was his phrase um and 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 what what springs to mind is you you showed i think yesterday or the day before you showed a character that, that, that didn't make into the set cersei i believe mm -hmm. um and first of all that is a badass piece i mean that i'm not massively cool piece, familiar man. with the character but my goodness me i looked at that and i was like i almost dropped my phone <laughs> it was really so cool. good um, really cool and that's obviously it. a fully finished piece the, yeah, the, those that done. was done. Uh, I mean, that one was in the bag for like eighteen months before they pulled it. Uh, it wasn't anything to do with the art, you know. It's like if you turn in the art and they say this isn't going to work, uh, you know, that's one thing. But this was it was something completely unrelated. And uh, yeah, that one, Icarus and Shang Chi had all been finished, and there were a few others that had uh, I had planned but had not painted yet i think one of them i was actually like days away from painting and uh like i had my reference and everything all put together and wow. yeah i remember it was it was on valentine's day uh last year because i was at uh <laughs> i was at the jurassic world live show watching pat king fight dinosaurs oh. <laughs> and um and i remember sitting in the bleachers it's so weird that a year ago i was sitting in bleachers like surrounded by people at a thing uh but yeah like i remember my wife and i were were sitting there watching the jurassic world show and during the intermission i checked my phone and i got this email that was like uh okay so we can't do these characters anymore uh i don't remember actually that might have been it might have been the email that told me that they couldn't do those characters, or it might have been a follow-up email that was like, here's the new characters that we're doing instead of these characters. But yeah, I just remember like sitting at the at the show and just being like, huh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man, what a pain. So and I mean, you know, they... Um, they gave me more time. Uh, they they paid for the 
old pieces and uh, uh, they were like, we're just going to add some, some new ones on. It was all good. Uh, and honestly, the, the characters that got swapped out for the characters that got swapped in, I think made the set better anyway. Um, good. But, uh, but yeah, the, those three that were already finished, I was just like, oh, okay, I guess these will just be kind of like, you know, uh, director's cut material. Well, they're the lost cards. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We had that with um, uh, uh, Masterpieces 92. I think they right. branded them the lost cards, but I think, I think, I can't remember the story now, but I don't think they're technically lost at all. Um, but it, it's kind of that kind of thing. So um, have we, now, uh, Cersei, obviously, I've, 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 been pouring over for the last 24 hours or so since it was out i keep going back to look at it um um, have we seen the iron fist and the uh the other one that you mentioned icarus was Uh, it no no not Uh, shang chi shang chi and icarus i think yeah shang chi and uh icarus i i haven't made any public posts of the finished pieces uh but the prelims were in the group of prelims that i uh put up Yes. Um, back in November, I think. That's right. I think it was November. your last. Your last Those burst. are probably still sitting on my website, actually. Uh, the prelim images. Yeah, I think they are. Yes. But, um, I remember seeing prelims for, for art that we hadn't seen yet. I remember that exciting mm-hmm. me when I saw that. And then, yeah, and there was only one or two that were of uh, a card. This only happened two or three times that the the sketch I sent in, they were like, could you... Oh! So you know what? There was another character change. Um, Man-Wolf was originally Werewolf by Night, and I don't remember if I ever showed the original sketch for that, because I think that one might have not been put up for sale. Let me check this. Interesting. The, the yeah, werewolf, exciting. Werewolf. Yeah, that's really cool. Watching me Google my own. No, that's fine. <laughs> well, well, werewolf by night, of course. Um, there's a collector in the in the, in the group, Greg, uh, Greg Dawson, mm-hmm. um, who goes after uh, monsters. So he goes after Ghost Rider. He goes after um, Man Thing, uh, Dracula. I did uh, not. I did not share Dawson. that one because I don't have it. I, I didn't have it to sell. Um, but yeah, there, so maybe I'll show that to the group at least so that people can see it. It's basically the same painting, but with Werewolf by Night instead of Manwolf. Cool. Because <laughs> that, that was another one where it was like, it, I think it was like kind of approved. And then they were like, oh, you know what, last minute. And I was like, well, does it work if we go with the idea that I'm already working on? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's just like Manwolf wearing pants with no shirt instead of his <laughs> spacesuit but yeah fair enough fair enough love it yes you do um do you um so actually we just because we just touched on it because what, what i want to do is get get to the artwork that you couldn't talk about the first time and uh, there's, there's yes. a couple but on the way there let's talk about the the probably dizzying experience and i'm i'm hoping that's an appropriate use of the word of selling those in those weekly bursts um those original art pieces and then the prelims um which i know you did over the course of what two months maybe Mm, eight weeks well uh yeah eight weeks plus the uh 
there was also the the first batch that was the um yeah uh, yeah so i i did the first batch when they uh announced the set and they, right. and that was just kind of a random assortment of images that they used to promote with and then uh when the set came out starting i think i think the first ones went up maybe that day or or shortly after the set released and then it was weekly for the next eight weeks mm-hmm. and then uh i took a couple weeks off and then did the prelims uh right. in in i think mid-november so yeah and it was it was like a full-time job i mean yeah i uh had a lot of time beforehand to think about how i wanted to do this and i took it very seriously uh i had a lot of different considerations that i that i was you know paying attention to going into it and um i'm i'm yeah i'm really happy with how it went uh i feel like i learned some things in doing it but for the most part uh there weren't too many unpleasant surprises or anything that came up uh, I think the main thing I just I really underestimated how all-consuming it was going to be mm. to do that, and it was fortunate that I happened to be having a slow period with commission work at that moment. So I was I was I was doing like a little bit of um, jobs at the time, but most of my time really was being spent like preparing the the web page, setting it up, promoting it. Uh, and then once the once the page went live, uh, packing and shipping and, and communicating with people. And uh, yeah, it, it felt like I'm, I'm sure like that, uh, you know, every week then do it again. You know, so it was, it was yeah. like uh, similar to when I've seen like people talk about working on a TV show and they've got like every week they film a new episode and then, you know, you wake up the next day and start writing the next one. And, and, uh, yeah. So it was like this, this kind of like a routine that lasted through the duration of those where, um, yeah, there, I knew what I was going to be doing each day because it got to be like this, is the day that I box everything, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, so it was, yeah. this is the day that I photograph everything and rebuild the website. And yeah. Well, hats off you. I mean, listen, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really thrilled that they, they were so well received and, and moved oh, so well for you, you know. Likewise, uh, yeah. I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, my, to be honest, the main thing I was worried about, um, and part of the reason I structured everything the way I did was that people were going to come in and buy the kind of like the, the, the premiere characters and then nobody was going to be interested in like arcade and you know wizard and like the, the kind of like less uh flashy characters that wizard, i think what you mean you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and when it was a real surprise like i'm i'm um much more used to the way that uh the magic collectors buy originals and a lot of the people who were buying these were crossover collectors there were definitely mm-hmm a number of people who were buying from me who I know from the magic community. And uh, there's such a attachment between desirability and, and the card uh, more so than the art 
when it comes to magic. Like there are uh, pieces of amazing art on cards that are not particularly uh, playable. And that really impacts the desirability and the value of the original, which is a real shame. There's some amazing artists uh, who just don't get put on the big cards, you know, and so their work, it sells okay, but there, then there's the, the guys whose work is selling for, you know, tens of thousands of dollars because they're doing planeswalkers and stuff. And to me, there's not a difference in quality between these two different uh, paintings. It's just that one of them, I get it. You know, I understand why that happens. Uh, and I knew that there was going to be some of that with these um, because obviously people are going to be more interested in a Wolverine painting than they're going to be in, you know, Nighthawk. But, um, but that was the thing I just wanted to, to figure out a way to uh, put these out in a way that kind of, I don't know, didn't didn't end up in a just kind of like a mad rush for the uh, big names mm. and then a neglect of the others. And I thought it highlighted a lot of really good pieces that you had. I mean, a lot of the pieces are amazing to me. And I feel like putting them in batches highlighted the ones that maybe people would have looked over. I was so close to getting that Howard the Duck because I, <laughs> I have such a soft spot for Howard the Duck. You have no, I was like, I, it's yeah, close. I, 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 um, there's some of them that I'm like, should I have sold that one? But you know, no, yeah. or I, I kept the ones that I want that I really wanted to keep and I didn't want to hold too many back. Uh, and yeah. then at the end of the day, there were a few that didn't sell that I reverted to not for sale. Cause I was like, all right, they were out there. People had a chance. I actually think I kind of want to keep this one. So yeah. Yeah. If Howard yeah. the duck hadn't sold, uh, I, I would have become a not for sale. I think I just uh, love it so much. I love the neon in it. I'm just like such a fan of what you did there. Cause it's so noir. Uh, it's yeah, so thanks. pretty. Yeah. So great. I mean, there's, I feel like, uh, yeah, as a fan, I'm, you know, fan of old detective movies for sure. And so it was pulling Same. in a lot of that. I, uh, also I like the Howard, the duck movie. Um, Me too. for the most part, I think that, uh, you and I are about the same age, and so it's possible that we both grew up with it at an age where we could forgive a lot of things that are oh, unforgivable to <laughs> some other people. Uh, but I, I know it's not everyone's uh, cup of tea. Uh, take, I've never but... seen it, so it's hard to watch older. Like, it's it's Tim Robbins in it, right? Um, uh, yeah. uh, I forget who the woman is, the actress who's the. Oh yeah, Marty's mom. Back to the Future. That's right, Marty's mom. And, oh uh, my god! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. She's great in it too. She's it's a trip. The eightiesest hair that I think I've ever seen her have. It's because she's uh, supposed to be uh, like the singer for a, I guess like a new wave band. Would yeah, you it's a new wave. <laughs> and um, so yeah, it's like she's she's always like done up in her her kind of like. 80s to the max. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty and, great. Well, because the, like... the villain is, or he's not really the villain, but he, um, yeah, I, I don't, spoilers, <laughs> but uh, also Jeff Jones, who is the principal from Bears Bueller's Day Off, he's kind of like the other yes. big uh, player in the movie. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. 
It's a, it's good perspective. I mean, like it's a good costume. Like it, it's. I mean, I I still think it holds up. I mean, Ninja Turtles was around this time too. Yeah. So like, oh, you know is that mean? the nineteen eighty nine Ninja Turtles? You mean? Uh, I loved that film. film. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I need to revisit that one. I haven't seen that in decades. But well, so when you start watching Howard the Duck, you're gonna get maybe it's probably only like six minutes into the movie, and you're gonna see duck boobs. And you're going to be like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know, I don't know. And that's, I, I, think, I, that's the I was moment ready. People are, yeah, that's, that's where you're either, you're with this movie or you're not with this movie. Yeah, you know what, you know what, I'm, you've actually sold it more to me by saying that, <laughs> uh, which probably speaks more, more to my character than it does to anything else. Um, but we've, we've actually quite nicely segued that into, into a lot of the pieces that you couldn't talk about. Because I remember yes. reading through the checklist and saying, Howard the f- duck when i was talking to you the last time and of course you couldn't show us it and we hadn't seen it yeah so so we've done we've done we've done howard and and you were saying there was one piece and i think i know which piece it is um that you probably spent way more time on than you know which one it is you you should have so so am i right is this pip the troll yeah Uh right okay So, so, and am I right in thinking that there's a director's cut of Pip the Troll? Uh, yeah, I, I might have. Well, it's the one that's on my site. So all the pieces. Let me let me make sure I'm. Um, if you go to the gallery on my site, these are all of my version. Uh, hang on, I'm just looking. There's another one that. I'm double checking to see if I posted the printed version or the painted That's version. Quite all right. I know you've posted this, but I was kind of the reason the reason I kind of brought it up is I I called it it might be a good one for for kind of people to hear the the tale behind uh, for those who yeah. may not have seen post um because i i I think it's um i think it's really interesting this i will put it on the tasting notes for people to see um but i do actually have care of um our friend donny coltrider um who sent me a rather nice file with all of the images of the artwork in to save me is that the red yeah it's the red my oh. friend has it here because he lives somewhere else. So Hang on a minute. You've got a red spectrum in your hand. For a the troll. I just Hang remembered. On Hang on. Keep that there. There we go. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> I thought you would love to see this, Dave. I just realized it was here. The one of one red for Pip the Troll. That. That's amazing. There we go. Well, there we go. There you go, Dave. There's a, there's a the red best. spectrum in hand. I'm so glad that was still here. I totally forgot. I was like, man, I hope this is here by the time we talk to Dave. So, so lucky. Yeah, there's there's a couple characters that I I honestly like. So I love Howard the Duck. Uh, besides being a fan of the movie, I still I didn't keep a whole lot of my comic collection. I think I still have the original run of Howard the Duck comics that uh, <laughs> from way back, you know. Um, but there were definitely some characters in here that I was not connected to and uh, that almost kind of pushed me to go go further with them and Pip the Troll uh, Ex Nihilo was another one that mm, I was like it, I don't know who this is uh, you know but I, I want to yeah I, I, and that was that was where when I was saying like I wasn't sure how people 
how collectors would uh, take to some of the lesser known characters because I'm used to, you know, like if it's a if it's an unplayable common in Magic, then um, you know you might not find a buyer for the piece, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's kind of the category. And and so it's like you better make that painting super awesome. Um, and yeah, with with. Uh, with the both of those and and some others in here um yeah it's like i i don't really know uh if people are gonna be into i kept pip the troll that one is is staying with me but ex nihilo i put up and i think somebody bought it like like right away oh they um, should have i mean for me and i i hopefully we can get into this in this conversation but it's definitely like top five for me like pieces like i just think you just you killed that piece i just find it so it's such a fresh piece for the whole set too because you don't really get that kind of that glow you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it feels like complete daylight high noon everything's in bloom mm-hmm. um that one and one of my favorite pieces in the whole set which i didn't think it would be a character that would happen you know i think marvel card collectors are very much about the art um unlike you know i know magic community is too but you know since there is no playability it is all art all it's, the stories yeah. and the composition i think i think the best piece for me in this set like like just done so beautifully is ebony mall oh i'm so glad you said that i love ebony mall i mean that thing is killer dave yeah i mean that the porthole with the the galaxy behind him and the shadowing and the color the lighting on that i mean killer 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 oh thank you love that piece love it yeah that's uh it's so there's a couple kind of surprises that um ones that people really clicked with uh phoenix force is, is another one that uh, oh, yes. so cool. some people so cool to see that. And, it would, and and phoenix force is a more kind of like it's an interesting you know i'm using quotes character uh but um but obviously it's connected to x-men so it's not quite as peripheral as mm-hmm. as ebony maw very scenic yeah, I feel like that card's very sick because most of them are portraits, three quarters, all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. the Phoenix Force is just like this, like screen grab, you know what I mean, from this like epic moment. And I love yeah. the silhouette. Is that Cyclops? Yeah. Is there? I feel like that's Yeah, funny. it was. Uh, so that's funny that um, I'm sure you guys both have read the Dark Phoenix Saga at some point in your lives. Um, yeah. Yes. Not for a and, Yes. Mm. That was one that uh, really like stuck in my memory from you know reading these books as a kid and and I, I remembered when Phoenix uh, flies off into space and and basically like goes and consumes a planet to recharge yes. and so that was the, the original uh, concept that I wanted to do was that it was going to be these. Um, alien people on this other planet and i remembered it in a really particular way and i went back and looked at the comic and it was like the way i remembered it just didn't happen at all you know that <laughs> goes. and uh but i was like i think it'll still like make sense it's oh, it um, resonates yeah and and that was when i uh sent my um not the painted sketch but i i did um really rough uh, like pencil thumbnails that I sent to Sam Padilla, who was the, the art director for all of these. Um, 
she would kind of weigh in on the pencils before I got to the point of doing the painted sketches just to catch if there was anything like really, really uh, off about it. Um, and I remember in that, like, you couldn't tell what the foreground really was because it was so, so loose. And she asked, she's like, are these the X-Men or are these just, you know, people? And I was looking at it, I was like, it should be the X-Men, shouldn't it? Like, that, <laughs> that does work better. So, yeah, so I switched it to be the, um, the oh, that's another one. There, yeah, there's a couple of cards that printed different from how they painted. So in the actual painting, Nightcrawler is the foreground most character. It. And uh, I didn't know that there was a no Nightcrawler policy in play at the moment. Oh. And so... Um, when I turned in the final, uh, they were like, oh, you got to change him into somebody else. So I turned him in, uh, digitally repainted him as uh, Banshee. Um, but I like Nightcrawler better. So, nice. Well, I, saw, I, I thought it was Nightcrawler because of the hand. And mm-hmm. I was like, I swear that's Nightcrawler's hand, but it's not the costume. So it's just so funny that you said that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Beautiful, because I'm looking at the original painting here, and I can see it's Nightcrawler clearly. Mm-hmm. I can see Wolverine's um, silhouette as well with his. Uh, what are those things? Is what are those things called? They're not yeah, ears, yeah. are they? Those little points. Um, yeah, There's wearing his. There should be a name for them. There should be a name for them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and Cyclops with his yellow underwear. Oh, <laughs> can't be a bit of yellow underwear. Um, no, Eb- Ebony Moore. I, I I'm the same. It's, it's, that that. If I had the the green to have really chased one and got got the metal, especially the metallurgy for that one, just because the the vibrancy of the colours is is really beautiful on those metallurgy metallurgy mm. cards. I don't know if you've seen any of them in hand, Dave, but Not they are person, they are they are tremendous tremendously good quality um creations because they're obviously not cards you know i'm not sure what the metal is i think um aluminium maybe but anyway um but they are beautiful um but the other one for me which surprised me i've never really been as big into this character there's a lot of people are really big into this character but thanos the Mm. actual uh just just i remember you pulled it norin when you were when we did our box break i think it was like pack one and i was just i just kept thinking about it all the way through the Mm -hmm. the the break that we were doing um so i've just pulled up the the painting of mine but of course i pulled up the one from the um um uh holofoil i believe so where's the base card one gone um because the base card what just something about the perspective on it something about the way that he's standing yeah just just the the skull being such a Mm -hmm. big thing in the foreground i i love it and again you've got the space behind him and what i love about both that and ebony moore is 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 you're kind of looking up a little bit at both of them which i guess is is um you know it's often the case with 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 bad guys and villains um i mean i do that with uh, i i think you'll find that's uh, it's rare that there's an eye level above waist for any of the characters. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. just think uh, it's it's that thing that when um, you know a character looks more powerful mm. when they're standing mm. above you, kind of a thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, something about those two, it just it just stuck with me. It just felt like such a such a big. Yeah, but you did that with uh, Groot, which I thought was really fun because he looks like a, a tree in this forest that's behind him, and I thought that was a really fun idea to make him yeah. look like a giant trunk of a tree. I thought that was really cool. Some of them are really exaggerated like that. Uh, yeah, I think I feel like the only characters that that is not the case for are the ones that are in some like some of the flying characters like Namor mm-hmm. who's flying up towards us so we're we're looking you know down at him cuz mm-hmm. our camera is above him and he's flying towards us but uh yeah yeah well yeah. even even some of the like it's it's hard to say i'm just scrolling through and like the hood it's <laughs> so like <am> <laughs> maybe that's eye level but i think it's really mm-hmm. chest level you know uh i think there's there's like a, a subtlety of just getting yourself about a foot lower. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> of course. What's this great gargoyle? Great gargoyle just cracks me up. Ah, every, awesome. time, every time what I see it. It kind of it's you know what Greg Gargoyle the, the the painting of that is kind of later that night on the Pip the Troll painting. Yeah. There was a later that night he's in the casino. Yeah. <laughs> you see him beside him. That was one of the really early ones that I painted, and I think there was a feeling of like, let's see what happens. Like if, <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna send this sketch in and see what happens, and they're just like, cool, looks good. Like really? Okay. <laughs> like they're gonna they're gonna just let me do my thing for real. Okay. So oh, he's wearing just goes... his cape with two straps. <laughs> Is that what you put in there? That's classic. That's, I, I think that's what the costume looks like. He's got like these, the, uh, these the things around his arms. There? Yeah. yeah. So it's not like it's not like a unitard or anything like that. Like he's shirtless no, he's, with the cape. He's got gloves and gym shorts and a and a cape strapped around it. his shoulders. <laughs> that's great. What a trip. Oh, so you said. Okay, so maybe I'm remembering this incorrectly. You said you had put Boris, I think, or someone's face in here? Yeah, Boris is Professor X, although he looked more like Cory Booker to me. In, in the, um, <laughs> I, thought, was, okay. I was not trying to make him look like Cory Booker. It's just that he was like, oh, that's... How about that? So, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Oh, gosh. That is hilarious. And, and of course, the one, I mean, obviously, uh, I think everyone now knows who Pat King was. Because <laughs> Pat King. Pat King was everybody. is everybody. Um, and I mentioned it earlier on, the one that's so, so, uh, that's, uh, I looked at it, I was like, that, that's Dave. And it, it, it is Wizard. Uh, I don't mm, know Wizard, right. the character at all, but that is, that is. I mean, it's a beautiful piece, but... Uh, so great. Um, you, you know, I'm not sure that anybody has... The other one that's me... So the, I'm I'm a couple of these where it doesn't matter if it's me or not. Like, mm-hmm. um, Lizard is me, you know, but who cares? Because, you know... Uh, but, um, it looks great here. I love that one. But the other one is uh, Jigsaw. I don't, I don't know if anyone has caught it, oh. but that was, that was super fun because I got to uh, just completely mess up my face. Like normally when you're painting a portrait, <laughs> it's like I got to do all the things that you're always trying not to do, you know? Uh, and that was, that was, that was pretty fun. <laughs> I love that eye. 
that eye works so well on there. Hang on, Jigsaw. Sorry, my, my mine are all out of order here, so I'm just trying to find the image. Is he the guy with the big ass knife? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> yes, I can see that now. Yeah. The, the, strange enough, that reminded me a little bit of um, Mads Mikkelsen, the actor who'd uh, okay, played Hannibal yeah. uh, oh, yeah, a little that's bit. Right. That's that's. But um, you know, you're not too dissimilar looking from oh. him. He's only that <laughs> chap. Well, it's also the 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 unbearding thing always changes stuff more than you think it's going to, which was something with. Uh, using Pat for so many characters, but mm. most of the stuff that we shot, he had some stage of beard going on. Yeah. So it was it was still kind of like inventing that lower half of the face, uh, and that helped to kind of like you know give a little give a little bit of difference here and there between yeah. characters from because in a lot of these the only part of their face you can see is the part that is covered up by the beard you know? <laughs> yeah. like bullseye is wearing that cowl that all you yes. can see is. and yes. captain america also that's, that's why uh, i thought it was fun doing the craven with him because uh, it was like you just got to do straight up pat with that one you know yeah and i and, love the um I love the scene there too. Like Fing Fang Foom has like a police car there. Mm-hmm. And I love that kind of like cityscape scene thing that you did in those pieces that share that kind of similar setting. Really cool. I I I I love vision. I've been really good. Oh, sorry, I've just seen the Professor X. <laughs> I can That's, see it great. Now. That's brilliant. Um I've just um I've been looking at the vision a lot more recently because of um WandaVision so I, I, I've been taking mm-hmm. a look through and, and just just having just really looking at how different artists have, have interpreted him and I've got so much more appreciation for that character because of Paul Bettany's amazing performance oh. in, in, in that role um, and I just I just love that one there's something about the sun behind him just just it just does it for me just the way it's hitting his chest and floating you know, you can see the the light through the the cloak that he's got billowing around him then uh, no capes as edna Mose says um oh. but uh <laughs> um did, is there's no scarlet witch am i right am i right there's no scarlet, no scarlet witch, witch no. no scarlet witch was that was was she not allowed or did you just not just didn't come up uh there were a couple of characters that um i didn't have on my request i should have had i should my request list should have been longer i felt like if i if i give them a shorter list of the stuff i really want there's Mm -hmm. a better chance that i'll get what i really want uh Mm -hmm. it's possible that if i'd given them a longer list i still would have gotten all the ones that i asked for i don't know but um yeah no scarlet witch no psylocke uh which i know a lot of people it seems psylocke and carnage are the ones that people are the most um uh curious about and mm. the, the only yeah, answer i have for them is that i didn't ask for them and they didn't request them so yeah because your psylocke ap people are just like losing their minds on that one it, it both so of clean. them would have been fun to do it's yeah just, carnage would have been neither, great man neither of them made my my particular like short list so i love you know, your venoms like, you like killed the symbiote oh, and your monsters oh, are yeah. no killer. i mean 
those were fun. Yeah, but it was like I really want to do Howard the Duck. You know, I really want to do <laughs> love arcade. It. And uh, I don't think they're going to ask me to do arcade if I don't ask them for it. You know, so I yeah, think there were some characters like I don't think my list had Thor on it because I was like, we know Thor is going to be in the set. So I'm yeah, not going to yeah. waste anybody's time asking for that one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there were some that I I just didn't think to put down. And then yeah, it would have been it would have been really cool to do a sidewalk. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, it just didn't didn't end up that way. It's the um, I'd I'd love to have seen you do cloak and dagger. Mm, yeah, well, that's that just one, me. That's just me. That was why I, I did a, a sketch card of that one, also. So that was oh, kind that's of, right. Yes, yes. Kind of when I when I did my sketch cards at that point was I had more time to think about the characters mm-hmm. that that didn't end up in here that would have been fun to do and uh, put some of those in there. So yeah. Mm. Speaking it. of Easter eggs, um, one of the one of my favourite ones, and, and a lot of people have picked up on this, is Arcade. When he's looking at all the monitors, of mm-hmm. course, on the screens there, you can see the Wolverine, the Kitty Pride, the Cyclops. Uh, I'm just struggling to see what the ones at the back are. There's a couple at the back I can't quite make out. Did, did you always plan to do that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that one. So the... the uh, was that a hollow? That was a hollow foil. Um, the hollow yes, foils was, yeah. were some of the last pieces that I did. Okay. Uh, and so at that point, like I had already painted the, yeah, the base Wolverine Kitty pride. Uh, I'm looking, yeah, I, I know what they are, but I know that they don't read, uh, Jean gray is also in there. Oh yes. Storm is in there. Storm is the one that's like, uh, right to the right of his face. Um, and just next to that one, it's like I'm going to say it's Beast, but I don't expect that anybody can even tell that that's Beast. But, but yeah, like I had already done all of those paintings, um, the Cyclops from the Cyclops versus Mister Sinister. I'd done that, yes. and um, so yeah, I just uh, thought it would be fun to to reference uh, the other cards in there because it felt like uh, you know Arcade doesn't actually fight. He sits back and yeah. watches his his you know devices do the work. So yeah, yeah. kind of like a I puppet master, isn't he? I love I love that. Um, I like I like the fact that you've done Palumbo after Palumbo in your own in your own work. There, <laughs> that's quite a nice little touch. <laughs> um, are there any other little um, like fun Easter eggs that that people might not have spotted that you put in that you're surprised that people haven't spotted? I'm just curious. There might not be any, but. I don't think there's any that haven't been somebody hasn't asked me about. Uh, There's not a ton. Um, The Craven, uh, the taxi cab number is ASM15 or Amazing Spider-Man 15. (laughs) That's nice. That's nice. I hadn't spotted that. (laughs) Uh, hmm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if there's any others. Some of them, like, I don't know if it's really an Easter egg. Like, I hate when BuzzFeed puts out a list of, like, 15 things you didn't know about this movie. And then oh, it's like, my goodness. I did yeah, know yeah. about that yeah. thing about that yeah. movie because the plot doesn't work without that detail, you know. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the Mysterio, uh, the uh, Canvas Gallery Mysterio is kind of like a... Um, 
connected piece to the base. The I right? knew it. Yeah. yeah. That looks great. That looks uh, great. I love that. But we yeah, just like, spoke uh, to um, the guy who has the two prelims. Donnie. Um, Donnie, yeah, Donnie. yeah. Yes. Our he, buddy Donnie. He completed, I think it was the canvas rainbow. <sighs> like, I, I don't think you could rainbow more than his rainbow there. Like, he's got. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he is the king rainbow on that one, I think. He's, he's killed it. He's, he's nailed he's it. He's got them all. And then he's also got the. Uh, the prelim and the original for that painting so yeah yeah no he's he's gone hard and bless him um it's a, it's a nice nice little uh segue it's like we it's like we planned this um those music articles that he did mm-hmm. where he spoke about the um the um pieces of music that you had as kind of the theme it might be the wrong word but the uh, that you'd associated with each character um your breadth of taste of music is astonishing because um, there's some crazy, crazy stuff on on, on that on, on that playlist. Is, was that was that music you already knew? I mean, if, you, if your musical taste that that kind of broad and expansive that you had all those different genres and styles on your iPod? I think most of it were were pieces that were in my collection of. Yeah, just like over the years. Um, And then there were some that got added in because then like once you're open to it, once once your your head is open to the idea, um, I was working on the set and I think that there were some pieces that got swapped out and, and a new piece of music came in because I found something that was like, Oh no, no, this is, you know, I didn't know about this before, but, but this really works for this character. And there were some pieces of music that, um, uh, rumors of war by high on fire, which is the juggernaut song. Uh, but it's also like that. That's also like twenty other characters' songs, kind of, because <laughs> it, it's just like the, the energy and mood of it is yeah. so uh, specifically like like that. Also works for the the Hulk leaping over a tank on fire. You know that yes. also works for so many of the the kind of more like aggressive, uh, active pieces where it's just like. It's like you know, it's like the kind of song that if you need to go for a run or something, and it's like this is gonna get me, keep me going for just three more minutes, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was that was really fun. That was something that I spent um, several days uh, before I started doing any sketches at all. I really think there were several days where I was just like sitting there at my computer, like going through all of my music and, and, um, I suppose, yeah, I was also kind of like looking and and exploring outside of my own library for, for things that, uh, could feel right. And, um, yeah, it it just really kind of helped put my, put my head in the right spot and, uh, get a little bit of variety into like, you know, like thinking that the Chinatown theme for Howard the Duck mm-hmm. uh, might not have been where I was going to go with Howard the Duck to begin with. But when I'm looking through my music and I'm like, oh, like making that connection, then that kind of uh, becomes something to, to play around with and see if it works. Yeah, that's cool. 
that's interesting. I mean, I'm still working my way through all of them, but I, I have <laughs> mad, mad respect for the breadth of, of, of taste that you've got going on there. Yeah, uh, uh, some of them are a little bit like... Uh, I don't. I, I didn't double-check if Donnie was able to pull the same versions of all the songs, because like, when I was posting these on Instagram, uh, I was linking music and putting them in my stories, and you, those are all still on my Instagram stories, but there are some that I had to skip because... Like Doctor Strange has not to be confused with uh, High on Fire, the band, but Doctor Strange has Fire on High, the song by Electric Light Orchestra. And for mm. some reason, unless I'm, I might be getting confused, but I think that that was the one that for some reason I could only find covers. I couldn't find the ELO oh, version of the song. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it's not the same song. Like, you know, respect and all, but it's like, this isn't, it's, it's not the same song. And, it's uh, one of those things because they're not together anymore. It could well be something that was caught up oh, in I'm rights sure. issues. Yeah. I'm sure. Especially because it's, it's Instagram. You can't, upload music you have to use it's like they've either got it or they don't and there were some cases i was very frustrated that it was like wow they actually have a lot of songs by this kind of obscure band they just don't have the one that i need you know it's so uh not that elo is obscure but i mean like there were there were some other cases like uh like a, a piece of music by a composer that was from a movie soundtrack. There's a, a number of those, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, I actually have a lot of stuff from this composer. They just don't have anything from this particular movie yeah. or they don't have the one that I need. So, but I think Donnie was able to find most of them on YouTube. Yeah, no, he's, um, uh, it certainly looks very comprehensive. I'm, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to where, where he goes next with it because he's got some, some ideas for some articles that cross over into some of the other. Yeah. It's going to be so. cool to see. Uh, yeah. He's talked to me a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, that'll be fun. No, I love it. It's just such a nice companion piece to, to, to have the, um, that, that works really well with people kind of discovering, especially the characters they may not know, because, you know, there are, there are so many characters that, um, you know, I don't have enough time to read as much as I'd like to in, in comics, that's for sure. But there's characters I'm definitely going to go and check out as a result of, of them being included in the set that I'm really looking forward to kind of discovering a little bit more about. Um, oh, yeah. Not least of which, um, Howard the Duck the movie and <laughs> the promise of duck boobs. Um, but, it's uh, there. It's uh, real. So I, 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 Just I, think, <laughs> think, ter- think Total Recall with fur and one less. Oh, okay. Oh, man, that, that just makes me think of what if Howard the Duck had been directed by Paul Verhoeven and I want to see that movie. I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, my feel like I am there. Imagine. He would get the character. I think that that would have been, yeah, Good that match. could have been like a one of his best. Honestly, oh, I hope uh, it's weird. I hope that I hope the the next Howard the Duck movie is weird. I want it to be. Are they doing it? Are they doing it? It's probably they have to, MCU because he's, he's popped um, up in my like, uh, yeah. things. He's in the MCU. Galaxy he was in yeah. the galaxy, right? Like he was <laughs> sitting there drinking a martini. Credit stings. Yeah. Will we finally see a uh, uh, MCU version of Doctor Bong? Is that oh, is that where Doctor Bong? Doctor My Bong. friend Kevin Luddy. Kevin number. What number did Two. we give that, Kevin? Two. Two. <laughs> I don't know why we did that. But yeah, Kevin Luddy loves Dr. Bong. That's so funny. You know, honestly, if if I probably wouldn't have requested it since there already is a Howard the Duck in the base set. But 
uh, Howard versus Dr. Bong would have been a really fun oh, battle spectra. That would have been a cool battle. Oh. I love oh, it. Brilliant. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> if you so so if you could right, this is this is the thing. If oh, they came back to you tomorrow and they said you can do five more cards, we're gonna we're gonna re-release the set with five more cards in. Which would what would do right, so Howard and Dr. Bong, would that be one of them? <laughs> Mm. Oh, you see, I've got. I can see the cogs whirring. Feels. <laughs> that think would about be that? that would be a fun one. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a fun one. I saw somebody mention. It might have been you, Ian. Mentioned Sin Eater. Oh, I'd Sin Eater would be a fun Sin one. I, I, I think your take on Sin Eater, I would, I would love to see. I mean, some of them, like, like that character, feel to me like really in my wheelhouse as far as the type of work I do outside of the uh, masterpieces stuff I've done. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, who's, I mean, I assume you're talking about excluding the ones that I really wanted to do and couldn't. Dr. Doom would have been, you know, top of my list. Uh, Nightcrawler yes. would have been, you know, those. You're Nightcrawler. Those, would those were both ones that I asked for and was told like, no, nah, nah, sorry, can't can't do it. So, um, yeah, a lot of the ones that I that I wish I could add in as a bonus piece were ones that were uh, excluded for legal reasons. Yeah, so, which is fair enough, I guess. Well, Doctor Doom, Nightcrawler, that would have been right up there. Doctor that would have been really crazy good. You'd have been all over that, Noren. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, because those would look. I mean, I see uh, when I, when I first started talking to Dave, I was like, "Oh man, I'm so excited! Your style's darker. I love this stuff." <laughs> I was like geeking out, poor Dave. <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah." Oh, so yeah. I just keep. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, uh, Warwolves. That's one that would be that I would have liked to do. Also, I don't know if you guys were Excalibur readers. Yep, yeah, vaguely. Oh. Bacon. Oh, yeah. That's, man, damn, that'd been cool. They yeah, would. Uh, they they were like um, they 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 were like humanoid. Uh, I think they did run on all fours, kind of, but they were uh like all silver colored with like kind of beak shaped faces, and they could possess people by like they would like go inside their bodies and then once they were done possessing uh then they would leave the body and all that was left was just like a, an empty skin of the, oh, of the person um that's uh, kind of cool which is like as i'm describing it it's like pretty grisly <laughs> but pretty it's, dark, a, it's but yeah, almost it's comical <laughs> in the, wait did you in, do in a mystique the yeah there was a yes. mystique uh yes. uh Yes. Holofoil? Holofoil. I didn't know... That one uh, wasn't an issue. I didn't know the holofoils, you would lose a lot of the detail um, Mm. in the way that they print, which I think is the kind of the one bummer about the uh, arcade holofoil is I'm not sure how much the details on that one are really important. I'm not sure how much they read uh, in the holofoil version. It's one yeah. thing that I um I always find with the gallery cards is that because of the the nature of the print, they mm-hmm. feel a little bit 
washed out might be the wrong word, but they're they're less vibrant. Um, but then yeah. the the golden red frames, it seems like oh, the gold that. ones. Yes. Yeah. So I always yeah. go for the gold ones because Sick. it is a gloss finish, um, mm-hmm. and that you really do get the 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 the, the brightness of the of the prints. Yeah. So um, and they're scaled down too, so you really get yes. to see them a little bit. It's really nice. It's really nice. Yeah, I would oh. like to see morph. I don't know, man, like a cool, like skin tearing thing from you. That would have been sick. <laughs> I think that would have been really cool too. Cause I love your textures. There you go. So there's your oh, the regular canvas. Mm-hmm. It's a good card. And there's your gold. Sorry. Sorry about the shine on that one. Oh, cool. it's interesting that they, so I wasn't sure if they just cropped it when they yeah. put the frame on or they actually do scale it down a little yeah, bit yeah they do they um, scale it down. and you crazy? just get you just get the full vibrancy and the, but the back is different as well the, well you actually get to see the image clearer because yeah. it doesn't have the uh text over top of the yeah. bottom yeah. yeah um so the gold I really gallery like the i, I gallery. love them i absolutely love them i've got the um i've got the full set of nine from the bianchi set and they're mm. just they're just mm. uh, amazing they're my favorite pieces um in the set in terms of the actual quality of the cards there's something about that gold border that just really sets it off and of course those gold borders all, all started with <laughs> julian boris so that's where yeah. that comes from so um, um, i'm in my head i'm seeing the cyclops is that right where it's like uh, his face with the, yes. His, Yes. 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 Um, got it here somewhere. Where are they? <laughs> Ian and I are both like stretching got, our necks. Yeah. Like, where is this? No, stuff? I've got here. them here because I just I just rebinded <laughs> my '96 set. Um, so we have. There we go. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Cyclops. And then. Love that. Yeah. Hulk, Magneto. Oh uh, yeah, that's Spider-Man. Yeah, with the, with the mask pulled up. Yeah, I love that. Well, Sabretooth would have been a fun character, also. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's interesting that there's two Sabretooths there. Am I seeing that right? No, uh, so one's Wolverine and one yes. Sabretooth. <laughs> oh, yeah. the other one was Wolverine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a very so, feral uh, Wolverine yeah. by your by your by your ma, uh, with the um, Sabretooth being uh, Boris. But um, I would have. Um, just because I'm thinking about it now, I mean, I, I would have loved you to have uh, done uh, Chamber from Generation X. Um, something about something, yeah, something about that that fight. Just seeing the way that you did Ghost Rider and the way that you realised Phoenix Force, I think I'd I'd have relished <laughs> uh, <laughs> seeing that one. And um, and the other one that's just completely gone out of my head. Um, <laughs> it was. Um, we did Nightmare, so it's very close. It's, uh, the the, the whole Midnight Suns. Um, so from the Book of Dark, oh. I can't remember the name of the character is now. Um, Not Johnny Blaze. Yes. Yes. No. Do you think no. Vengeance? No, Book of Darkhold. Um, specifically oh, that book. No, it's gone. It's gone. It's it's okay. It's It'll gone. Come <laughs> it's come back to me. I'm having a senior moment, Dave. You'll you'll get you'll get used to these as, as you get to my point. Yes. Johnny Blaze would have been a, a cool one. Johnny Blaze, yes. There's so many good characters. There's so know? many good so characters. Many good. Yeah. I so mean, it's, it's it's like it it. That's what I love about these sets is when I look back at the older ones. You obviously see. Characters that were very much in vogue or Marvel needed to promote at the time. So, 
you know, you've got a, high, a whole X-Men 2099 subset in Marvel Masterpieces 93, you know. Um, and I you do just like that Spider-Man 2099, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spidey. Spidey yes. 2099 is always, is always a good shout. Um, and um, you, you may have heard the episode... You might not have heard the episode we did recently where we talked about Fleer Ultra and if they were going to do different Fleer Ultra sets. And, of mm. course, um, mm. you know, we, we, we I was petitioning hard for Marvel Knights, um, but also for New Universe because I'm a big, big New Universe fan and, you know, people throw rocks at me for that. So yeah. I, would have, I would have loved to see you do uh, Starbrand. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I got to be honest, that one's outside my knowledge. Let me look that up. Yeah, it's John John Byrne, I think, took it over um, and did the kind of final run. I think it did about 20 issues. Um, oh yeah okay so, yeah um, i never read these yeah and it was fun you know it was just it was it was just it was just it was the 80s let's face it you know <laughs> it was the 80s <laughs> it was the 80s um, as anything goes it was anything it was anything goes um i i um i can honestly say dave i've i've loved this set and i'm still loving it i'm i'm taking my time putting it into the binder pages because i'm just you know really enjoying looking through the cards and uh, um have you have they, did they have, have you actually had any of the cards in hand? So at all, uh, they sent me. They they did send me some product, uh, which I have not opened. I'm trying to decide if I want to or not because I just don't like. I don't know what I want to do with that um, because what I really wanted was an uncut sheet. And they were good enough to, to send me one of those as well, which is in this big piece of cardboard behind me here. Uh, yes. um, and the only reason that it's not framed and hanging up on the wall behind me is because my framer is currently uh, not... I, I, actually, they, they might be open. They're probably open now. But at the time that that showed up, they were temporarily closed. Mm-hmm, and, yeah. uh, and so I was just like, okay, I'm going to hold on to that. But yeah, the, the uncut sheet to me was really the thing that I don't know if it's a connection to when I was a kid and I would see uncut sheets. Um, I think just the fact that it's like something that can hang up on the wall, which I don't, I really hang much of my own work unless it's something that, you know, my wife wants to hang up. Um, But it's not usually something I do with my own pieces, but um, something about that feels like it's more than just the art, but it's the, the pride in having completed yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's, it, to, to me, like having that is, is almost more than the individual cards, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've seen, I've, I've handled them, um, Obviously, <clears throat> excuse me. They sent me all of the the ones for the signatures. Of course, yes, right, yeah. You know, um, but uh, but yeah, is the, the the uncut sheet is really the thing that that's so exciting, man. About. That is awesome. awesome. I I can't yeah. wait to see that. Um, it, it, you 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 posted on Instagram 
um, a picture of you when you got that uncut shoot. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just it's just the happiest photo I think I saw in 2020. You look so happy in that photo. Uh, with your blessing, I'd love to use that for this oh, yeah. for this yeah, episode. Um, I mean, yeah, it was one of those things where it's like this feels real, you know. Yeah. Get that felt like this. This makes it feel real. So, yeah. Well, listen, it is an immense achievement what you've done. I mean, I know it was hard graft. I know you, I, I I get a real sense that you enjoyed it and you enjoyed the process and you were very disciplined and um and people have lapped it up. And oh, it's, you know, yeah, it's been. <laughs> it's it's funny to yeah look back now after this has been out for a while and um you know while i was working on it i i was just like you know i know i'm doing these in, in a way that i like but it's it's there's going to be a difference of opinions when they come out, you know? And so, uh, yeah, it's just been, it's, it's really nice to see whenever there is someone who, you know, it's like, I see a lot of people who it's like, not my set, you know, it's like, I like the Bianchi's or I like the Jisco's or, and, and that's, you know, I'm the same way. I've got the, the things that I'm into and everybody's really into this movie and I couldn't care less, you know, and that kind of thing. Like, certain shows that everybody's talking about and like doesn't do it for me so it's i don't it's it's nothing personal or anything but it is still really like like really uh fun to see when there are people who like the way i see the the characters really connects with the way that they like to see the characters yeah so no it must it must be must be brilliant and weird at the same time just to <laughs> just to just to experience that um I, I i'm kind of gonna start to circle us into land uh because i'm sure you sound like you've got lots of projects to go on to um <laughs> someone commented on group earlier on and i just i bookmarked it i bookmarked it because i thought it'd be nice uh, nice to kind of a uh, nice positive note to get to go out on um chris brown who's a really enthusiastic chap posted mm. earlier on Mother of God, just look and admire the Dave Palumbo Red Skull sketch card in all its glory. If the owner of this card is a member of the group and sees this post, bro, I'll give you whatever you want for this card. I'll sell my soul. Lol. It's always good saying <laughs> lol out loud. Just kidding, but this is my favorite sketch card of all time. Um, and it is an absolute cracker. So, um, so yeah, that's and that, that's the kind of stuff we're seeing. And it's just so nice, you know, when people it is think nice. that. You know. Um, so thank you, Dave, for thank you so for, much, Dave, for signing uh, up for it. And uh, my you know. my, uh, my pleasure, like all around, start to finish. So. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward. I know you hinted that it might be a possibility on the horizon, and I don't want. I'm not putting you on the spot here because um, you might not have moved any further in those plans, especially with the rest of the year. It sounds like you've got your work um, um, lined up it, for the for the potential uh, for a book. Um, which I know that you you did you did mention you might want to do at some point. So if that happens, take my money now. Fine. Um, what can I say about that? Uh, if it can happen, it will. Love that's, it. that's what I'll say about it. That's I wish I had something me. more definitive to give you right now. Um, no, no, no. It's it's not a no, but it's not a yes. No, so, that's absolutely fine. Totally fine. Is, uh, I'm yeah. I, I I I'm I've already had. 
an extra palumbo in my weekend with the Cersei uh, piece coming out. So whenever you're ready to drop those other two that were finished, I will be. I, I'm sure me and hundreds of others will be happy to lap them up. Dave, thank yeah, you. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll post one up when we get off here. By the time people hear it, it'll be old news. But you, you know, know yeah. Well, I was going to say that. Well, otherwise, when this drops, which will be in what two, three weeks' time, uh, you'll you'll have people hitting you up uh, for a sneak peek. I'm sure, um, or to say, I don't suppose you got the original artwork if you don't. I'm sure you'll get a few of those. Um, Dave, thank you so much. Thank you so much, brother. <laughs> Coming back. Uh, it's it's been again. a pleasure. Great talking to you guys. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, enjoy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting. <laughs>